AFTO, a conversation with Jennifer McIntyre, discussing United Fresh Produce Association. Sure, United Fresh is a national trade association for the entirety of the fresh produce industry. That's for all commodities, um, the pro potatoes, apples, leafy greens, berries, melons, citrus, you name it, um, anything that's fresh produce. And we run the full supply chain. So growers, shippers, fresh cut processors, distributors of fresh produce, as well as the retail and food service establishments that sell fresh produce. So we kind of big, we cover everybody. What is United Fresh Produce Association's focus? The safety of fresh produce items is absolutely critical. I mean, it's such a healthy product. And yet over the past several years, there have been many outbreaks associated with various fresh produce commodities. And so within the industry, it is the um, top topic of conversation. I would say it's something that I regularly provide updates to our board of directors about it. It, it really is front and center for the produce industry. What are some of the initiatives? Yeah, they're, they're diverse uh, because, again, we've got the variety of commodities, we've got the variety of growing regions, growing styles, and also the variety of pathogens uh, that, that we deal with. So one of the things that I guess comes to mind is a listeria workshop that we developed jointly with the Produce Marketing Association, another fresh produce trade association. And we um, fortunately, knock on wood, we've not had any major outbreaks associated with fresh produce in El Mano uh, recently. But I would like to think that in part it's because of the increased awareness of the industry, the efforts that the industry have, has made, uh, in part because of the training that we've done. Um, getting out there doing these kind of hands-on workshops, uh, tabletop exercises where we get people to really think about their own operations and some of the risks within their operations. That's more on the packing and processing side than on the growing side. Uh, but that workshop has been, I think, quite successful. And we have other resources that we've developed to support that topical area, guidance documents and case studies and one-pagers and a multitude of webinars on that topic so that we can kind of hit people and educate people in many different ways on that particular issue. We also, again, jointly with the Produce Marketing Association, convened the Romaine Task Force. That occurred about a year ago, uh, right after the industry, the Romaine industry was shut down. Uh, there, was, there was a blanket, you know, don't eat romaine lettuce. This year we did have a don't eat romaine from Salinas, uh, which was also awful, but not quite as bad. So last year after the, the, the issue that shut down the industry, uh, that outbreak associated with E. coli 0157H7, we brought together a very diverse group of over 100 individuals, members and non-members from both associations, public health officials, regulators, uh, consumer groups, the full, full supply chain to talk about a few key areas where we could focus our efforts and develop some recommendations and begin to move forward and progress so that we don't continue to have these types of outbreaks. Uh, we also have cyclospora is a you know that's a bit of an oddball issue that's really become a problem when we we don't know that much about the organism and i am i consider myself a food microbiologist that's what my doctoral work is is in but really i'm a bacteriologist and when you're dealing with a parasite it's so different and 
just trying to figure out methodology and how do you know if it's there and if it's alive and if it's infectious, we're at the very early stages of our understanding in cyclosporus. So that's another area where we've put together the resources that um, we've been able to find, uh, the work that has been done. We've done some webinars, but that's another area where we're gonna continue to push and innovate and develop programs uh, to try to get ahead of this emerging pathogen. What makes produce safety unique? The fact of the matter is that when it comes to fresh produce safety, it is the industry that bears the responsibility for producing safe product. At the point that a consumer receives product that's already contaminated, I would not be comfortable recommending that they can just wash it and eat it and they'll be fine. This is not like other, fresh produce is not like other commodities where there's a cooking instructions, a kill step, you know, it's fresh. That's the whole point. And so um, we're always, we did a, a webinar with the Partnership for Food Safety Education shortly after the romaine outbreak was announced and there was the consumer advisory against romaine from Salinas for how consumers can find that information, what they should be looking for in that particular instance um, to help protect their families. But for the most part, our training and education is really focused on the industry in providing safe product. How is produce safety managed financially? You know, I appreciate the recognition that many of these efforts and the improvements, they do take money. But it's been my experience with this industry that, um, and looking at the catastrophic consequences of food safety failures, that has a, a tremendous financial implication. So to look at food safety more as an investment, if it's clear what needs to be done, then usually people can find the resources to do it. Uh, so I, I don't think that the, anyone in the industry would say that food safety is too expensive, so we're not going to do it. But it's really understanding what's, uh, how do you prioritize when there are a number of possible uh, points of contamination and it's not clear what's most important, what would be the most protective of public health? What can I do differently that's actually going to have an impact? versus what must I do differently to, to, to pass an audit or satisfy a customer requirement that may or may not have as much of an impact on public health. So I think that it's, it really becomes a question of prioritization and recognition of, um, or identification of those areas that are really going to make a difference. Is produce safety complicated? Several of the issues, romaine in particular, because it's top of mind right now, the outbreaks are, are you know, present and being investigated as we speak. If the answer was obvious, if there was a bad actor, uh, we would have figured that out by now. This is much more complicated than, I, than we're, we're able to get into at a meeting like this. Um, to talk about the nuances, to talk about things that don't fit our, our typical thinking and that may challenge our historical approaches to outbreak investigation. So I was encouraged here to hear a real openness to different mechanisms of collaboration, of sharing data, sharing information, both ways, um, to view each other as, as partners, because I, I truly don't believe in, in these romaine outbreaks that 
it's somebody who did something wrong knowingly or not. Or, or, or not. Uh, I think we need to be more open to a combination of factors that, that maybe we don't understand right now, but that we now have the scientific tools to begin to tease apart. And as a scientist, that's, that's exciting to me. And I want to, uh, for all of us to have the opportunity to really roll up our sleeves and dig in and get this figured out so that we can protect people. For more information, visit www.unitedfresh.org.